This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon, this is Marshall Davis. This is another episode about the non-dual teachings of Jesus. About a month ago, I got an email from a listener in British Columbia in Canada. He gave me permission to quote it, and so I will, and then I will address the issue he raises. He writes in part, I have a question about the non-dual conception of God. I find this view compelling, but wonder if a non-dual conception of God leaves us with this sort of ineffable God about which we can say nothing. Concepts like loving and caring are dualistic concepts, and yet it seems that even Christians in the mystical, contemplative, non-dual traditions want to refer to God as loving or as love itself. Are those compatible views? to see God as a kind of non-dual oneness, and to view God as loving? Or does a person who takes the non-dual view need to jettison the idea of love being applicable to God? In this episode today, I'm going to answer this question and address the topic of love from a non-dual perspective. And the very first thing I want to make clear here is that I'm not talking about a concept or a conception of God. There is a non-dual concept of God, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm going beyond thinking about God. I'm talking about experience, awareness, consciousness. I'm talking about that space in which all concepts and conceptions and perceptions appear. This includes all. This spacious awareness is love. Take a moment to notice what I'm talking about right now. You know, we think we are aware of the world, but when we look, we see that the whole world is in this awareness. As the Apostle Paul said, in him we live and move and have our being. From non-dual awareness, the world is not out there somewhere separate from me, which is here. There's no distinction between there and here. They are the same. Awareness is not separate from all there is. It includes all that is. And this is, this awareness, is what we are. This is complete acceptance and embracing of everything. It is all-inclusive, and that's why I call it unconditional love. I'm not talking about an emotion here, but emotions happen within it, and that emotion is, you could call it love, or caring, or compassion. 
Once again, the Apostle Paul describes it well when he uses the metaphor of us all being part of the body of Christ. He writes, there is no division in the body. All parts have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. When thinking about this from a dualistic point of view, it seems like non-duality would exclude love. But it can't, by very definition, it can't exclude anything. It certainly does not exclude love. But we think that because love is normally understood as two separate entities reaching out and embracing and caring for each other, whether that be two persons or whether that be a person and God. Love seems to, ne to necessitate that there be two, which is dualistic. And there is love like that, but even that love points to and is fulfilled in something more, a love which surpasses subject and object. A love in which there is no longer a lover and beloved, but two becoming one. I think that is really what marriage points to when the Bible says that in marriage two become one flesh. Love, like nothing else, points beyond itself to unitive experience and unitive awareness all is one. There is no I that is separate from the other. I includes all others within it, which means it's an entirely different way of being an I. And this really gets to the essence, I think. Normally when we use the word I, we mean that I am not you. That I am different from you. And looking at it this way, there is this huge ontological gap, you could call it, between me and you, and between me and the world, and between me and God. It's more than just a gap. It is a chasm. And non-dual awareness, there is no chasm, no gap. Love unites all. There is no separation. There's no distinction between persons, all is one, not in the usual sense that one is different than two, but in the sense of a one that includes two and three and the 10,000 things, as the Tao Te Ching says. That is why we use the word non-dual, not two, instead of one. It is an all-inclusive unity. I think this is the original inspiration behind the Shema of Israel, the most famous verse in the Hebrew Scriptures. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. The word for Lord here is the Hebrew word Yahweh, which is considered to be unpronounceable and indefinable, but is usually said to mean, as in the story of the burning bush, I am, or I am who I am, or I am what I am. Yahweh is being that includes all beings, including human beings. This unitive awareness is love. God is love. 
That's why in Deuteronomy, immediately after the Shema, it goes on to say, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and mind and soul and strength. That love includes all that we are and have and do. When Jesus quotes this, which he calls the greatest commandment, he immediately adds another one, which he says is like it, which is to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, we normally describe these as commandments, but commandments are by nature dualistic. Someone is commanding someone else to do something for someone else. From a non-dual perspective, these commandments are not what I, as a separate person, am obligated to do for another separate person, whether that be the person of God or my neighbor or my enemy. In awareness, there are no such distinctions. We are all one. Instead, this love is something that happens. It is the very nature of reality. So when we love our neighbors as ourselves, we are literally loving ourselves. It is not a matter of obligation then or obedience to a commandment. You know, by trying to love others as much as we love ourselves. In this realization of who we are, we realize that our, na our neighbor is literally ourself. And to love them is to love myself. And to love myself is to love them. The same is true when it comes to loving God and being loved by God. Normally, that is thought about and experienced in dualistic terms. God is a heavenly father loving his earthly children. God up there loving us down here. Immortal God loving mortal humans. Holy God loving hopeless sinners and vice versa. We think of us loving a God who is utterly separate and different than we are. This is the love of God thought about and experienced in a dualistic fashion, and that's fine. That is the usual devotional path involving grace and faith and obedience, and that is the way of traditional Christianity, and I'm not dismissing that. It is included in this reality that I am talking about. What I am describing includes that. It transcends it, but does not negate it. But non-dual Christianity, if you want to call it that, is, is more than that. Non-dual Christianity, unitive awareness, moves from devotional dualism to union with God. When the veil of the Holy of Holies is torn apart and the holiness and the wholeness of God encompasses all, then love fills all. We do not love God as separate beings from the outside, but from within this being. God does not love us as separate beings. God includes us in God's self. Dualistic love is fulfilled in love that is unitive. There's no distinction between lover and beloved, 
or love, we are united in God, one with God. Non-dual awareness is God. I am one with God in the awareness of God. But there is really no I involved here in this awareness except for the I of God, God's self. I'm reading a book right now written by a man in prison named J.C. Ambercelli. It is entitled Coming to Nothing and Finding Everything. The author, who actually woke up while incarcerated, found himself free while still in prison. He writes this, God isn't out there somewhere, separate from you. Your eyes are his eyes. Your awareness is his awareness. Your sense of being, of presence, is his presence. God is love. That is not just a quotable verse from the Bible. It is reality. To be known and to be lived. It is the cosmos. It is what we are in God. That is the heart of Jesus' gospel and the message of Christian non-duality. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Mm -hmm.